up, everyone? Welcome to the same Philly Sports History for October 19th, 2023. I'm your host, Jim Montgomery. It is game day, game three tonight in air. Well, I shouldn't say tonight, this evening at five, which is absolutely ridiculous. I'll be spending the first hour of the game watching on my phone at soccer practice, going between the two fields, but that's okay. I, I still don't know why they're not. I don't know. I guess the Astros Rangers, technically from a TV standpoint, game four for them would probably be the better game. Uh, I just, I, I, I don't know. I think this team might be cooked. A uh, couple things for that. I was listening. Uh, I ran an errand on my lunch yesterday, and I was listening to Phil, Phil, Hugh and Joe on WIP. I don't even know who Phil is. But they were were talking to one of the guys from the the Arizona sports talk out there, and they all feel it's over. They just feel like they got put in their place when they came up. Uh, they were kind of riding high after beating the Dodgers, but they just said this team is just. I mean, they realize they have a lot of needs, and it was just interesting to hear from from the other side because I feel like we've been there a lot of times in Philly sports as well in similar situations. Uh, they are starting rookie Brandon Fod. I think it's Fod. I think the T is silent. Uh, and I think the P is silent too. But uh, either way, Brandon, with a P-F-A-A-D-T last name, uh, is starting. He is a rookie. He split time between AAA and the majors this year. And has pitched okay. Pitched uh, four scoreless innings, four and a third, I think, against the Dodgers. Uh Gave up, I think, seven hits and three. didn't do do as hot against the the Brewers in that game. I think three runs and two innings or, or whatever it was. Uh, but I mean, what a spot to put a rookie in. I mean, ultimately, this is do or die for them. If they lose this game, you pretty much can say the series is over. Um, I was reading some things just from out there and on Major League Baseball. Com, and they basically are saying this is a uh, all hands on deck the next two days. They they have the, the bullpen had been shaky all year, but of late they've been good. So they're going all hands on deck. And I, I feel with a rookie in this pressure pack situation, it's even more important for the Phillies to just jump on them early like they have been. Like they pretty much have been in each series, uh, getting a couple runs, um, whether it's through home runs or, or – like they did after the three solo shots the other night, just timely hits and just hard hits. And I think that's the key. And, and I forget, I'm sure lots of people say it, but if you hit the ball hard and put it in play, good things happen. So I think with a rookie going into this situation, like this is a lot of pressure for a guy. So I'm anxious to see how this guy responds. A lot of times, like I look for like that human aspect of a game sometimes and just see like you could tell the other night uh the one pitcher for the uh diamondbacks was just rattled like you could just tell he was he was done so i'm anxious to see how how fad uh does respond and does do tonight uh it is the ranger suarez game and over the past two years that he's been money they've won the ranger suarez games and i i look to see him do a lot of the same and for the most part our bullpen is fairly rested too um, so I, I think if for some reason Ranger does get in trouble, it's not the end of the world because you got, um, Strom's pitched a lot, but you got guys that can kind of come in there and, and, uh, take, take the reins and, and pick him up. Uh, but I, Rangers has just been money. So I, I'm looking forward to, to seeing this game tonight, even though I'll be on my phone on the sidelines watching like this. Um, but 
that's what happens when it's the middle of soccer season. And I feel as though if it wasn't going to rain on Saturday, the coaches, and it hasn't rained every Saturday since the season started, I feel like they might push it back. But uh, I, I don't know. I'm anxious to see how they respond. I do think in some way, it if the Diamondbacks are going to win a game, it's going to be tonight. Uh, if the Basically, there's no way if the Phillies win tonight, they're not going to win tomorrow night. Uh, I just, I, I can't see it. The way that the Diamondbacks team looked on, uh, I guess, what was that, Tuesday night, I just, this is a key game for them. And putting a rookie on the mound, I mean, it's it's kind of like they're they're putting all their eggs in that basket and the Phillies need to jump out early. Uh, but... Go to phillygoat.com, get your Believe shirts. The, the, the players are wearing it. I feel like as we're starting to get deeper into the postseason and the way this team is playing, I think it's a good mantra to have. I feel like we should all be believing that this team can actually do something. Uh, the Rangers did finally come back to earth last night, so kind of looking ahead. Don't want to get too far ahead, but looking ahead in the World Series, that would be uh, – a fun matchup, I, I, I think. So we got to believe. So go to Philly, phillygoat.com to get your Believe t-shirts. Uh, that, like I said, boom, they've all been wearing them on the on the field for batting practice. So so be like Alec Bohm and go to phillygoat.com. But Alec Bohm did pay full price. He did not use that promo code Jim Montgomery. So go use the promo code Jim Montgomery. Get your Believe shirt, phillygoat.com. Be, well, I guess it's going to be tough before the game since it's early, but be sure to check out the latest Back to the Future. We take a look at Dick Allen and Jimmy Rollins Hall of Fame cases. I uh, will be recording tomorrow at some point. I have the day off from school. Uh, I got to get some things ready for a birthday party, but I plan on recording at some point. So stay tuned for that to get you ready for the weekend. Going to do a little Sixers preview. Uh, I have a college sports uh sort of rant about something that came up this week. Uh, and then I want to talk a little bit about the impact that Dr. J had on the Sixers on the anniversary of the Sixers training for him and just kind of look at his legacy. We've talked a lot about Moses Malone in that team and winning the championship in 82-83, but I want to see and, and look or take you guys down on a trip and see just really what Dr. J meant for the Sixers. So stay tuned for that. It'll probably drop at some point tomorrow evening or possibly early Saturday, uh, all depending on how things go with the party planning and things like that. Uh, but stay tuned for that. Back to the future with a PH wherever you get your podcast. And speaking of those Sixers, something big is going down. I, I don't know what. I don't necessarily think at this point it's a trade, but so the big story was, okay, James Harden has not been with the Sixers since Sunday. Again, I don't necessarily think that's a big deal. Um, however, I feel the players and everybody knows what's going on. I don't necessarily think this is as big a deal as what some of the media is making it out to be, like Harden just left the team. I don't think it's that because both Nick Nurse and um, Joel Embiid gave very similar responses. Um, obviously, Nick's was not nearly as funny as Joe's, but basically, they, they said the same thing. Maybe he had something to do. Um, and don't see it's a problem, blah, blah. But like Joe said, you guys, you know what it is. He, he's got something to do, uh, or maybe he has something to do, and just kind of left it at that. So, two things I took from that. 
one, the team is not letting this become a distraction, which is good. And I still think there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes between Harden's people and the Sixers saying, look, here's where we are. Here's what we're trying to do. You do this. You do this. We'll do this. And then they're kind of like, like I said, there's a lot behind the scenes that we don't know. Um, but is he going to play? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think it hurts his trade value, quite honestly, if he's not on the field or on the court playing, um, unless there's something bigger. Because you would think, like, part of the reason why teams are not the Clippers for, um, let me get that right. The reason why the Clippers don't want to include more first round picks or Terrence Mann in this contract is because they don't think Harden is worth the price. So to me, setting out and being a distraction is not going to do anything to help your price out. So it's almost more beneficial for him to play. Obviously, that's going to be more beneficial for the Sixers because he's going to be on the team and because they're going to be able to get more out of it. Whether or not the his camp and his agent are, are thinking that way, I don't know. Um, but I think we're going to find out very, very soon. I think we're about a week from the opening of the season. And it's either going to be a Ben Simmons situation or one where he comes in and uh, hopefully it doesn't turn into like the T.O. situation back in 05. But uh, lots of things in play, lots of moving parts. I feel there's a lot behind the scenes. Um, and I will say I'm not going to spend a ton of time on this week's Back to the Future talking about this because I feel like I give updates on here every day. I'm going to stick to basically everybody else on the team that have, we have not been able to talk about because the James Harden situation has really just monopolized our time. Uh, it's just a trashy situation, though. Um, speaking of trash, if like I said, if your kids are anything like mine, the back of your car looks like a landfill. Uh, but there is a solution. Go to carcan.com. They have trash cans that go right on the back of the seats. You can use them as a trash can. They even sell bags for them. So it's easy to get out, but going on a long trip, buy two of them, one for trash. It works as a cooler. Uh, you can store things in it if you don't have kids. Um, and your car is not a mess, but they have a ton of organizational stuff for your car too. So go to carcan.com, check them out. Uh, like I said, the, the car can itself is awesome. It's a cooler. You can use it as trash can storage Buy two. They're cheap. They're $9.99. But if you use the promo code Jim Montgomery 20 off, you get 20% off. Makes a great Christmas present. Sometimes you're looking for a stocking stuffer or you want to buy, like if you're like me, you have a, a team of people to buy gifts for. Makes a cheaper gift that's very useful uh, and, and like they'll appreciate it. I mean, most of the people, like I said, our age have kids who are absolute messes, literally. Um, so get a car can. Put it in the back of your car. Go to carcan.com. Use the promo code Jim Montgomery for Jim Montgomery 20 off. Promo code Jim Montgomery 20 off for 20% off of your purchase. I'll get it out. Uh, that's carcan.com. All right. Flyers are in at home tonight against Edmonton. Another good test for them. Uh, I like the way they've been playing to start the season. And I, I know we're three games in. I don't want to go there yet, but. The way things are kind of starting off, and I feel like they did some of this last year, so I don't want to jump the gun. They haven't played really great teams yet either, uh, but I like the way they're playing. So maybe they could uh, surprise a little people, uh, but who knows. Eagles news. Uh, injury front lane, 
could play apparently. Uh, I, high ankle sprain, but they said he's like a, a machine and there's a possibility he could play. Darius Slay and Jalen Carter were both limited so far this week in practice, but it seems like they might be on track to play. Especially Slay. We, we're going to need Dar- Excuse me. We're going to need Darius this week against the Dolphins. Sidney Brown was a full participant, which is huge. Uh, again, you're going to need all the help you can in that secondary, having Jalen Carter in there. So the, the injuries are kind of trending in the right direction. I really think Jalen's going to uh, come back. Uh, and, and really make up for it. He's usually pretty good after a bad game, um, but more on that. Uh, still need help at the uh, defensive back, and I don't think Howie's done. The, I believe the trade deadline is actually on Halloween, so hopefully he's he's wheeling and dealing behind the scenes. Uh, I did want to mention something, though. Michael Parsons, uh, he said something, and basically he was like, where's the – give." Basically, keep the same level of, I forget the exact word he used, um, the same effort maybe uh, that you gave on the Cowboys after they got blown out um, and, and looked terrible the other day uh, That for the 49ers and Eagles. And Micah, let me tell you something. The 49ers and the Eagles both did not play their best games last week Uh, obviously the 49ers didn't play their best against the Browns Eagles definitely did not play their best against the Jets both of those games were winnable games so you guys got blown out like you guys just you got blown out you got blown out by the Niners and you you lost to the Cardinals so Micah relax and, and stay in your lane and worry about your team over there uh, I saw you were in attendance for the the Rangers game last night. Like that's your, like your 18th favorite team that I've seen you wear jerseys for. It's hard. I know it's hard to keep straight, but focus on that stuff and not what the media is doing. Because guess what? The Cowboys are different than the Eagles and 49ers. They're not in the same class. And you keep that energy that you're, you're you're putting toward the media. Put it on the field. Maybe play a little bit better. Um, and also, you, your guys' track record speaks for itself. Um, there's a reason why the Cowboys haven't won anything since the 90s. Uh, there's a reason why they're, they're regular season, early season champions all the time. It's because you guys can't close the deal. So maybe focus on that instead of what the media is saying. Just saying. Um, thank you. This has been my TED Talk. All right, new Clashing Conferences podcast dropped last night. I'm anxious to give that a listen today. Should be an interesting one because the hate was already coming in for Greg, so I'm sure after the Eagles losing, it's going to come in even harder. But I, the, the division didn't play very well last week. Anyway, uh, but be sure to check out the Clashing Conferences podcast wherever you get your podcast, as well as on YouTube. All right, so I mentioned this yesterday, but today we're going to go back to 1967. We're just one day later than where we were yesterday, and the Flyers beat the Penguins 1-0 in their first ever home game and the first ever hockey game at the Philadelphia Spectrum. Bill Sutherland scored the only goal of the night. Uh, The Spectrum was brand spanking new at this point. It opened up September 30th of that year, so it's not even a month old at this point. Uh, the first events, they had the Quaker City Jazz Festival, uh, was the very first event there on September 30th. Marred by surprise, even back in 1967, traffic issues were, were the theme of the night there for the Spectrums. People couldn't get in, couldn't get out. Parking was a mess. Uh, sound familiar? 
ever try to drive down there on game day now, it doesn't matter if it's uh, Flyers, Sixers, Eagles, Phillies. It's a hot mess. So some things never change, I guess. Uh, then they had the holiday on ice for 12 days. First sporting event was Joe Frazier versus Tony Doyle. That was October 17th. And then the Sixers played October 18th. And then the Flyers came back home October 19th. So many great memories for a lot of people at the Spectrum. Uh very good concert venue. So a lot of big names there. Elvis was there. Billy Joel was there. Um, I've seen Bob Dylan there. Uh, I know it just it's ridiculous. The the if you go and look, there's a, um, a a spectrum site that you can go and look through and see all of the the concerts has been there. It's absolutely insane. Uh, I've been to so many A10 tournaments there. Just a lot, a lot of fun. Uh, Leitner's shot was there against Kentucky. Sorry, Kyle. Uh, many Stanley Cup finals, many NBA finals. Just a very cool building, which basically became just outdated. And the the Wells Fargo Center is the the next. I guess basically it's very similar to the Spectrum, but just more modern. Uh, but on this day, the Flyers beat the Penguins one nothing for their first ever win at home in the first ever hockey game at the Philadelphia Spectrum. What a great venue. Um, again, Wells Fargo Center is better, but what a great venue. All right, sticking with the Philadelphia Sports Hall of Fame theme for the month of October, gearing us up for that induction ceremony on November 2nd. Today is one of the ones that I really, really love. This is what I like about this and one of the things I'm most excited to, to attend the ceremony and, and talk with some of these people because these are the stories you don't hear a lot about. Uh, and today we're going to celebrate inductee Judy Art Klein. And Judy was a swimmer. Uh, she went to West Philadelphia High School. Um, she was the junior, collegiate, and national record holder at the 50, 100, 220, 440, 880, and one mile swims. So think about that. She could do it short. She could go long. Like she was just uh, outstanding. She went to the University of Penn, was the captain of their swim team in 1946. She set the American record in the 150 individual medley. Uh, and the record still stands today uh, as the distance has changed to 200. But still, nobody. I mean, it is what it is because nobody's ever going to be able to do that again. Uh, she was a 1944 NCAA champion in the 50 freestyle, 50 backstroke. She's the record holder at, at the 50-yard and 40-yard uh, breaststroke that year, 1945 NCAA champion, uh, backstroke, 40-yard backstroke, 40-yard breaststroke, uh, as well as the backstroke. I mean, she could do it all. Like, think about that. Like, usually most swimmers have a, a, a specialty that they do. She just, she was a champion in the backstroke, the breaststroke, uh, individual, like, it's it's insane. Um, so she was a four-time NCAA champion in the 150 individual medley. She went undefeated for four years in the backstroke and the breaststroke. Think about that. Nobody beat her for four years. Uh, you would think that she would have a lot of accolades and Olympic medals. Unfortunately, she did not get to go to the Olympics in 1940 or 1944 uh, because the games were canceled because of World War II. And it's a shame because she obviously was one of the best in the world. Uh, so just a victim of, of timing. Um, obviously, it's, she would have at least had two, three, four 
and been well known. And it's probably why we don't know her as much because typically when it comes to sports like swimming, the non-mainstream sports, we tend to know more about the the Olympic swimmers. And she, unfortunately, she never got the chance. She's in the West Philadelphia High School Hall of Fame, Pennsylvania Sports Hall of Fame, and the Philadelphia Jewish Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, but today we shout out you, Judy Art Klein. 2023 inductee into the Philadelphia Sports Hall of Fame. She unfortunately passed away, I believe it was either 2016 or 2019. Uh, but I'm, I'm very excited to be able to talk to her family because this just, it's amazing that she was that good at so many distances and so many different strokes. But congrats to you, Judy, for your induction into the 2023 Philadelphia Sports Hall of Fame. You want more information on Judy and the other inductees? Uh, as well as the 20 for 20 or for ticket information go to philadelphiasportshalloffame.org if you want information on how you can help out volunteer or past inductees uh, go to phillyhall.org i've been telling you it's a very easy way to navigate uh, great organization looking forward to that induction on november 2nd on this day back in 1967 the flyers won the first ever hockey game at the philadelphia spectrum against the pittsburgh penguins one to nothing. Uh, we talked about they ended up winning the division that year. Be sure to check out the clashing conferences. Michael Parsons, focus on you. Don't worry about us. You're not on our level. Let us you go back to the kids' table with the kids and let the grown folks handle business. Uh, more updates on the Sixers as they come, but be sure to check out Back to the Future later this week as we give our Sixers preview and do a little Dr. J retrospective. Whew. Good. <clears throat> Phils. Let's go Phils. That's all I can say at this point. Let's go Phils. They they need to, if they close it out tonight, series over. This has been This Day in Philly Sports History. I'm Jim Montgomery. Go have yourselves a Thursday. And until next time, go Phils. <laughs>